Welcome to The Kim Kogani Show. I'm your host, Kim Kogani, and this podcast is meant to be a moment of pause in your busy day. First off, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could share it with a friend or leave a rating or review anywhere you listen to podcasts. I know I say this every time, but really it just gives me some reassurance and a reminder that there is another person on the other side of this. So often podcasting, you're kind of in this isolated container. So seeing a new review or a rating or knowing that you shared this with someone who also might enjoy the podcast really helps me to keep going. And it provides a way for me to to kind of engage with you. So I really appreciate it. And I'm just so grateful that you take the time to listen and to support this project. Secondly, I have an announcement to make. I've been working on something with my friend, Laura, who I met through um, a writing group that I was a part of for a bit. And it's called Align and Flow. And Align and Flow is a four-week meditation and intention setting course that we are launching online this fall. So if you're interested in connecting with others as you create some space for yourself to ground to be present, to kind of explore the depths of self, we would love to have you. And the information for that is on my website, kimkogani.com. And I will also put a link for you in the show notes. So I hope that if you're interested and it feels aligning that you join us, I'm personally really excited just to slow down, to turn inward and to really ground myself as we start to transition to fall. So there's that for you. Um, In today's episode, normally... I like to really have things kind of like wrapped up in a bow for you, but today it's just going to be a little bit more tender. I'm feeling more tender and I just want to be a little vulnerable with you. So let's get into it. So lately I've been really just thinking about um, like my purpose and this idea of you know, are things fated for you? Do you have free will? Why was I born into the set of circumstances that I was born into? And it's hard. I think I used to be in the camp of people who believed that everything was just kind of random. There was no deeper meaning. And my perspective is kind of shifting. I feel like the details have a lot of wiggle room, but the overarching themes seem to be somewhat intentional. And as I've um, dived into astrology a little bit, human design, I always get the same message and that like a lot of my life is really coming into the sense of independence and just being unapologetically myself, which I think we all should be on that journey to just not be afraid to be ourselves. Um, But lately, this independence, this learning how to be on my own has come with a certain amount of 
aloneness and it's not necessarily maybe it is loneliness but I think that there's a different kind of flavor to it um growing up I often felt alone and I spent a fair amount of time alone and I think I used to be afraid to share this part of myself because I thought it was uncool or that you know, by saying this, that someone would see some sort of inherent flaw in who I am. But the truth is, I did spend a lot of time alone. I was kind of a loner. And that's just what it was. You know, I was very busy and involved in academics and extracurriculars when I was in school. And so I got a lot of social interaction that way. Um, But I didn't have like a close circle of friends. I didn't have people I would really confide in. I went through a lot of my struggles alone. And it started very young. And I always found refuge in books. And that's kind of how I felt comforted when I was going through hard times or when I felt really alone, I could bond with the characters in whatever story I was reading. And this sense of aloneness has carried with me all throughout my life. Um, No matter where I've been, you know, when I lived abroad, when I was traveling, now I live pretty close to home. This feeling of aloneness has really followed me to all the places I've lived. And it's something that I'm realizing I can't escape from, I can't keep running from it. So I think I just need to confront it head on. So much of my life has been spent um, trying to make other people feel comfortable and not wanting to burden anyone with my struggles. And, you know, there are aspects of that that are really great. I'm super independent. I'm very comfortable spending time alone, almost too comfortable. Like I always see on like social media, those nudges to like go out to eat alone or like take yourself on dates or like, don't wait for someone to do something with you. And I don't have that problem. Um, I love doing things alone. One of my favorite things is to travel by myself. Um, it's, it's something that is really important to me. And, you know, as someone who loves to write, I do spend a lot of time in solitude, exploring, learning about myself. And I feel like I do have a really healthy relationship with myself. I do a lot of that reflection and a lot of that work, but sometimes I think it swings a little too far in that direction where I don't want to be vulnerable with other people. I don't want to burden them, especially as we get older. You know, everyone has their life, they're busy. And, you know, to be quite honest, sometimes I do just feel almost forgotten or invisible. Like if I'm not front and center, like no one's going to notice that I'm not around. And sometimes things happen that kind of um, reaffirm those beliefs for me. Most recently, I had an incident with a group of people where they were planning a gathering and I wasn't invited and someone brought it up to me and asked me if I was going and my feelings really got hurt because I didn't receive the invite and part of me was 
hoping that maybe that was intentional because that's almost easier when, you know, someone intentionally leaves you out. It means that they're actually like thinking about you. And I think the harder reality for me would be that they just didn't notice that I wasn't on the invite list, um, which is actually what happened. And that was really hard to think that like, wow, I'm so unmemorable that someone didn't even see that I was missing from the list. Like if the invite list felt complete without me, even though I should have been a part of it. And it really hurt. And I know, you know, intention and impact are two totally different things. You know, the intention of that person, I don't think was to hurt my feelings. I think it was an honest mistake. And I'm sure that, you know, this has happened to other people as well. But I'm going to talk about the impact that it had on me, which is that it really hurt. And it reaffirmed this belief that I already held that, people don't notice when I'm not around or that like I'm okay and I am alone. Sometimes I feel truly like I am just this on this raft out in the middle of the ocean by myself. And there's a lot of power to that. And also there's a certain amount of like loneliness loneliness that comes from it. And this isn't to say, you know, I have friends, I have family, I have coworkers, I have peers. Um, but there is like this deeper feeling of just being alone in my experience. And I'm not really sure what to do with that. And part of me is like, well, is this intentional? Is it by design? Is this the lesson that I'm supposed to learn in this lifetime. And then the other part of me is like, well, I can create exactly what I want in this life. But if I'm being honest, sometimes when I try to make this feeling go away, when I try to be vulnerable, when I try to go out and cultivate a group of people to feel close to, um, it often feels like, you know, I talked about this on the floating experiment that that feeling of swimming upstream of going against the current and it just doesn't feel right. And it doesn't ever stick. And a lot of times it ends up in me kind of feeling hurt and something I've noticed in, you know, the almost nine years that I've lived in Seattle is that, um, the Pacific Northwest is a very, outwardly like friendly place. Like people will be friendly to your face, but that doesn't always mean they want to extend an invitation into friendship. So sometimes in my pursuit of, you know, community and connection, I've misread those signals. And that often hurts as well when you think that someone wants to form a connection with you and they're actually just being polite. That's not a great feeling, but those are lessons to learn as well and probably a conversation for another episode on another day. And I'm not exactly sure where I meant to be going with this. I think with the transition of the seasons, as the days start to get shorter, it starts to get colder. We're heading into kind of a different season 
that is intentionally more inward facing, um, these feelings start to, to arise for me and they start to get a little more heavy. And I think I want to run from them. And this time around, I'm really just holding them out and saying, why are you here? You know, what, one of my therapists always used to say, like, what am I being called to learn? What am I being called to learn with these deep feelings of aloneness? And I think that one of the gifts that it brings me is that I don't want people to feel that way. I'm very intentional with my communication, with how I engage with others, and I try to make my interactions really special and unique to that person so that they feel seen so that they know that I see them. Um, And that's one of those gifts because I know what it's like to feel invisible and I don't ever want someone to feel that way. Um, So that's something that I've learned as well. And I think that another, another learning is like that with this feeling of aloneness comes this desire for connection like I wouldn't these feelings wouldn't exist if I didn't crave like connection with other people and crave community and I think that's something that I've really learned as I've gotten older you know I've tried to push them away and say I don't need anyone I'm fine on my own I'm just gonna live my life in my little bubble and it's fine Um, but as I get older, I'm realizing, no, like this feeling is here because it's calling me to something, connection, community, people, stories. These are all things that are so deeply important to me. And as a writer, I'm always observing people. I'm always trying to form connections. And one thing I learned over the past few years was, how important all different kinds of connections are from, you know, seeing close friends to family to even just having a relationship with your local coffee shop. Like that's something that I've worked really hard and intentionally, you know, picked which coffee shop is going to be mine and then going there. And there's this certain satisfaction that comes with building those relationships, even if it doesn't go beyond that. Um, There's something that's nice with seeing a familiar face, having them recognize you, having your order, you do your whole coffee dance or whatever it is. And it's comforting. And I think we all need all kinds of connections throughout our life. And I wonder if like different periods in our lives have different levels of connection and different levels of aloneness. And maybe this phase has just been one for me that's meant to be more solitary. And I think as I'm talking through everything, you know, our feelings are just that they are feelings. They're not facts. I actually don't know what people are thinking about me or not thinking about me because I'm not in their heads. But my mind loves to create these stories and assumptions that I am alone and invisible and it likes to, you know, collect 
evidence in my life that points to that, that points to the aloneness. So maybe the lesson here is how can I create a new set of beliefs and thoughts and start to collect information that points maybe to the opposite? Maybe I can try and collect all the ways in which I'm connected with those around me. And then I find that I'm not actually as alone as I feel. And that's the interesting thing about our feelings and our thoughts. Like our minds can only hold so much information. So they actually, you know, they're looking for a filter to collect only what matters. So if you hold a certain belief or if you have a certain feeling like I'm alone in this world, your brain is going to collect all the information to support that because you've told it that it's that's something that's important to you. So maybe really the lesson here, what I'm being called to learn is to shift those thoughts and to say, you know, this, this feeling of aloneness has brought me to this point. It was really important. I've learned a lot and now I'm ready to shift and to kind of like change the filter through which I see the world, almost like getting like a new pair of glasses or something. Like I want to see the world differently. So what I can choose is the belief I hold, the filter I use and the way that I collect the thoughts. You know, I can't choose how how other people around me act. I can't choose, you know, what the weather is going to be like tomorrow. But what I have control over, what I can choose are my thoughts, my beliefs, my intention, how I show up to this world, to my journey. And that feels like enough. It's so funny how um, oftentimes I feel really stuck like these, these feelings are just going to last forever. And, you know, what I'm learning is that maybe I'm not as stuck as I thought I was and maybe I am ready to shift and maybe all it takes is a conversation and to articulate these feelings that I'm having aloud. I think there's so much power in that, whether you share them on social media or on a podcast in your journal or even just to yourself. I think there's something about getting it out of your head and like into the world somehow and and sharing these thoughts that I've had, these feelings, this aloneness and sharing it with you. I actually do feel less alone and I'm glad that I'm glad that I shared it with you. And so I hope that if there's something that you feel like is holding you back, I encourage you to express it in some way. Maybe say it aloud, maybe talk to someone. You can share it with me. You can always send me a message on Instagram or through my website or email, I would love to hear what's on your mind. Like truly, genuinely, I want this to be a two-way thing. Um, You know, I keep going with this podcast because of the, the reviews that you leave, the emails that I get. And it's just so important to me that I create community and create connections. And I hope you know that this comes from such an honest and true place and 
now I feel like I'm just rambling. But there you go. I don't cut things out of this. This is just really, truly my thoughts, how I show up in the moment. Um, I think the scariest part about creating this for you is that I show up not knowing exactly what I'm going to say. I really wait for that intuitive nudge to the pull of, oh my gosh, I have to sit down right now and have this conversation. Um, So thank you for listening. And yeah, I just hope that you find a way to express what's on your mind. And I would love to hear it if you would like to share it with me. And thank you for helping me feel less alone. I appreciate you so much. I'm so grateful for you and the space. Until next time, take care.